This is the Longevity Now podcast. I'm Justin Lowe, and I'm here at RadFest 2019, and I'm with a couple of people from the Open Longevity Initiative from Russia, Anastasia and Mikhail. Could you let our listeners know a little bit about the Open Longevity movement? Hi. So Open Longevity is the community of patients, firstly, and all our projects that we do within our open longevity structure is about patients. Uh, first, is, these are clinical trials initiated by patients and funded by patients. We do the same thing as Bill Falun is doing here on RAD. Uh, Misha wants to add something? Yes. We call the people patients because we are all patients when it comes to aging. Of course, we are a community of all the people who are interested in longevity. We just know that all people have their problems, their health problems, and a lot of people are interested in longevity. All of these people are welcome. Oh, so we would like to be immortal, of course. Not only longevity interests us. Let the listeners know a little bit about the longevity movement in Russia. And many people in the UK and the United States collaborate quite often. And I think that many times a lot of people don't think about how well-known or how popular the movement is in Russia. Transhumanism and longevity, immortality. If I was to go to Moscow, would I run into a lot of people who were interested in super longevity? Uh, I think I will refer this uh, question okay. to Misha. Yes. Uh, if I go to Moscow, how many transhumanists, people who are interested in longevity and immortalism, I have met? How popular is the movement in Moscow? It's more popular than in other cities. Раз что в Силиконовой долине, наверное, более популярно, но недостаточно популярно, чтобы мы были уверены, что мы добьемся бессмертия. В России в июне прошло мероприятие бессмертия. Его почти посетили порядка 15 тысяч человек. About uh, 15,000 people were there. Well, that is pretty amazing because uh, we are here at Radfest and we have maybe 1,000. And sometimes the um, World Transhumanist Organization gets together. They might have two or 300 people. Different anti-aging conferences that I've gone to in the U.S. is just 2,000, 3,000. 15,000 sounds like a lot. Like the average person in Moscow thinks about this quite a bit. Is that true? Uh, obviously, <laughs> nobody nobody forced them to come there. Yeah. Yeah. This happened like within two days. It was yeah. a two-day okay. uh, It was an open, uh, open space festival with dozens of lectures, food court, and different okay. fun stuff. Yeah, a, a lot of talk about longevity, about life extension, immortality. The biggest one, the biggest one in the world, probably. And uh, do you then, with Open Longevity and yourselves, take part in a lot of the, uh, say, interventions that are being described here at RadFest? Do you have a network of people that you keep in touch with, that you have protocols that you say, this is what we're doing to reverse aging at this point? 
So you're asking us uh, how many compounds do I take and uh, other people in, in the longevity community in, in Russia? In the Russia and the open longevity movement, do you have a uh, like protocol? I haven't been on a website mm -hmm. to read about what you have been doing. Do you help people to find methods of extending life? It differs, of course. Some take a lot, some not. There are hardcore biohackers in mm -hmm. Russia. Uh, some really take a lot of stuff, uh, but not all of them, no, no. Some just uh, into strategies, figure out the strategies or uh, work on uh, existential risks, you know, come okay. to come from different approaches. So uh, longevity movement in Russia is not about, only about extending your personal life. It's also about solving huge problems and there are a lot of people interested in this kind of things there. And you talked a little bit about strategy and you feel that there is a lack of a comprehensive strategy for the different groups around the world who are striving for super longevity. Is that something that's holding back uh, progress in the field, do you think? Yes, definitely. We, we don't have enough funding, we don't have enough resources for all the great ideas there are. Because there are a bunch of uh, great ideas, that, that's true. Uh, but how do, we, how do we make it to life, you know? So to accelerate the process, to allocate the needed funding, we clearly need a, need a strategy. Does Mikhail have a thought on strategy and how to get people together to develop a better strategy to move forward? We are trying to create one, a strategy. First thing we, want, we can say is that everything is very complicated. <laughs> we cannot get into this simplifying thing, you know, it, it doesn't work this way. Like, you know, you just can say to yourself, you just have to popularize everything. And that's, this is how you will get funding. Mm -hmm. uh, and just consider consider your strategy to be done. <laughs> but no. Also, you can get into a swamp of good wishes. Like, we've heard this proposal a lot. Like, a government should allocate billions of dollars uh, to the fight against aging. It's, we, we said this, okay, but the government is not allocating anything, it just from us saying it. It, 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 it means uh, something is wrong with us. We haven't seen the path for the government to allocate the funding. And it is crucial, it is very important for us to see the pathway. Uh, getting radical life extension, it is about a lot of different areas of uh, human life. Economic, Economy, politics, politics philosophy, culture, culture psychology, psychology uh, education, nauke, science, computer science, computer science uh, artificial biology. intelligence, molecular biology, lobbying, activism, arts. That makes me think of another question is that the political aspect of this has been very difficult, convincing governments to allocate more funding. 
can we get a lot of progress faster with going around the political system, or is that a necessary thing to do to engage politicians? Так как это очень сложно убедить политиков привлечь нужное количество средств, можем ли мы просто обойти как-то необходимость с ними общаться и другим способом привлечь нужное количество средств? я договорю. Вот когда я говорил сложно, то сложно даже дослушать, потому что это сложно. сфокусироваться на одном аспекте. Представь себе правила дорожного движения. Мы не можем сосредоточиться на одном из правил. Мы должны соблюдать все правила дорожного все правила. Иначе мы погибнем. И также, когда мы говорим о стратегии, мы должны учесть все, все нюансы. Мы не можем взять политику и забыть про науку. Мы не можем говорить про домашних животных и забыть про этику. И вот удержание картины в целиком, только тогда мы двинемся вперед. Почему я так уверен? Потому что все по отдельности было уже делали. То есть мы должны находить такие вещи, которые сразу действуют на все. That's why we have to find the solutions that will affect everything, many aspects. То есть и вот когда мы говорим, что, но тем не менее мы что-то можем представить. But nonetheless, we can draw something for you. Например, отвечая на тот вопрос, как бы убежать от политики. Like asking, answering your question about should we talk to politics or not. Тут очень и тут у нас стоит сложнейший выбор, потому что мы можем очень сильно ошибиться. Допустим, мы говорим, что мы не работаем с политиками, это грязное дело, и, и может быть, это то направление, где мы все погибнем. We were putting ourselves on a timeline where we're getting to, into death, you know. Yeah. This yeah. is like the wrong pathway. Because we uh, we turned from the politics and we left all the money there were for people who are actually pro-death and they will spend it Наша, но при этом мы, с другой стороны, может казаться, что мы начали общаться с правительством, и это бюрократы, это умственно отсталые люди, и просто потеряли время. On the other hand, yes, we may be in the situation where where we start talking to politics, and they turned out to be bureaucrats, uh, retarded people, um, and we just wasted wasted our time. So how do we decide? We have to do both. Это мы должны где идти в ту, по градиенту э, экспоненциального роста. То есть мы должны делать и внеправительственные, и правительственные вещи, просто разные люди, люди должны заниматься разными вещами. Например, идея, идея продления жизни является очень крайне центростремительной. 
For instance, the idea of life extension really attracts people. То есть люди хотят, люди хотят встречаться с единомышленниками. And people want to meet like-minded people. И мы считаем, что должна возникнуть территория города долголетия, ну, некий город долголетия. That's, yeah, that, that's why we think that there should be some sort of a place where people who tended to, to be physically close to each other start, where these people start living, living together, like a city. Like a city when you work together, when you when you help each other follow these healthy habits. It creates a stronger bond. It creates a stronger bond. It motivates you. It uh, accelerates the working pro the working process, of mm -hmm. course. Maybe it sounds crazy, you know, like, let's start a city. But actually, in human history, it happened before, like Silicon Valley, yeah. like musical industry in Detroit. So, so And you would say, too, that... Um, Events like this, Radfest, are good things that more people should uh, attend or uh, getting together keeps the motivation high, it keeps things moving forward, keeps people talking about it, and perhaps then political systems will come along for the ride, perhaps? Uh, not only attend, but organize. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, то есть э, возникновение такой территории – это еще и маркер, это обязательное условие подвижения к радикальному продлению жизни. And by the way, uh, this uh, longevity city, if, if, when or if it will be created, it's not only, it doesn't only accelerate something, it's also a marker. It, it's a marker that society is ready that the process is going towards the right. Like a, a, a lot of movies about uh, AI is a marker that AI is growing. So if we know the markers of success in our field, we should, you know, fake it till you make it. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's why we have to, you know, play longevity. We have to imagine it first and bring it to life this way. And if you talk about uh, cultural shifts, we are now within the uh, epoch of uh, uh, metamodernism, which is post-metamodernism, is post-postmodernism. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, metamodernism is uh, a play. You just imagine things. It's like the reality, but not. Like not, not being serious. Cosplay is metamodernism. Mm -hmm. So just you know, relax and play, play longevity. Yes, I understand. And one thing I wanted to leave listeners with is somewhere, somewhere they can follow the. Um, the uh, actions of open longevity uh where where can they go on the web uh to uh, keep in touch with the movement we've uh, updated our website just because just before the event mm -hmm. so on openlongevity.org we've just described uh, the strategy of ours of ours and not only the strategy but we explained why we think so how we came to this idea why we think it will work so openlongevity.org and also um, open longevity strategy is another website of ours it's uh, it's a place for you to think about other strategies maybe analyze other strategies uh, uh, add yours if you have one we, we've skipped yours uh, sorry for that yeah. uh, well yeah these two websites uh, join they're both in english and in russian 
Yeah, Excellent. so you're going to come back. Well, thank you very much, uh, Mikael and uh, Anastasia. Thanks for joining me on the Long Jesse Now podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. So, so we, uh, uh, we want to wish something for Lungesity. We think that for there on your website to be a discussion on which diagnostics methods are the best, uh, like forward clock, Okay, good suggestion. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. Wasn't it chaotic?